Hello and welcome to the July issue podcast from The Lancet Oncology. In this podcast, we're discussing a prospective multicenter diagnostic cohort study on the detection of residual diseases after neoadjuvant chemo radiotherapy for esophageal cancer. Joining me is one of the authors, Dr. Bojan Nordman. Welcome. Please, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, many thanks for the introduction. My uh, my name is uh, Bojan Nordman. I am uh, one of the junior researchers, the uh, Rotterdam uh, Esophageal Cancer Group, and we are focusing as a result of the cross trial on the an active surveillance approach in patients with esophageal cancer who have been treated with uh, neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy, and uh, that's the main focus of our group. So thank you for joining us today. To start with, please can you provide a little background to your study? So why is evaluating diagnostic tests for detecting residual disease in esophageal cancer particularly important at this time? Uh, yeah, well, as you might know, we have performed the randomized cross-trial in uh, 2012. It has been published in the New England Journal of Medicine, and that trial compared surgery alone with neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy followed by surgery in uh, patients with locally advanced esophageal cancer. The main outcome of that study was overall survival, and it shows a uh, substantial and statistically significant survival benefit for patients who have been treated with neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy followed by surgery as compared to the surgery alone group. As a secondary finding of uh, of the cross trial, we have noticed that in 29% of all patients who have been treated with neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy followed by surgery, there was a pathologically complete response in the resection specimen, which means that there are no viable tumor cells detected uh, using uh, conventional pathological examination. And that important finding, we question the necessity of standard esophagectomy in all patients who undergo neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. But before we can test a so-called active surveillance strategy in which patients undergo strict clinical investigations after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy instead of standard surgery, we have to know the accuracy of detecting residual disease. And that's the reason why we started the so-called pre SANO trial, which is the the paper that is currently uh, discussed. Please, can you summarize your main findings from this pre-SANO study? And how do your results compare to those that use traditional endoscopic diagnostic strategies? What we did in this pre-SANO study is we determined the accuracy of detecting residual disease after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. And we did that by performing so-called clinical response evaluations after the completion of neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. And in order to test the accuracy, all patients underwent standard esophagectomy after the clinical response evaluations. The clinical response evaluations consisted of uh, endoscopy with biopsies, which were regular biopsies in the first part of the trial and bite-on-bite or double biopsies in the second part of the trial. Um, Furthermore, we uh, um, assessed the diagnostic accuracy of endoscopic ultrasound and PET-CT scan. And what we found is that using two rounds of clinical response evaluations with bite-on-bite biopsies uh, is that we detected 90% 
of all patients with substantial uh, residual tumor after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. And furthermore, we found that endoscopic ultrasound alone was not sufficiently accurate to uh, detect residual disease, but that it added accuracy if it was used in combination with bite-on-bite biopsies and in order to um, to assess lymph nodes by fine needle aspiration. Furthermore, we found that the PET-CT scan uh, was not sufficiently accurate for um, detecting local regional disease, so in the primary tumor or in the regional lymph nodes, but that it detected uh, distant metastasis in 10% of all patients. Those patients were patients who had a baseline PET-CT scan pre-treatment and one PET-CT scan after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. And all patients had a clean baseline scan and still in 10% of all patients there was a distant metastasis after uh, neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy. So in conclusion, we recommend that response evalu- evaluations after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy consist of endoscopy with bite-on-bite biopsies and endosonography with fine needle aspirations for uh, detection of local regional tumor residual disease. And we recommend that PET-CT is used only for detection of uh, distant metastases. From previous studies, we know that after uh, neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy, most tumor is located in the upper layers of the esophageal wall, so in the mucosa or in the submucosa, but not in the deeper layers. And we feel that using regular biopsies, only the mucosal layer can be assessed. So if you take another biopsy in the first biopsy, so a bite-on-bite biopsy, we feel that um, the submucosal layer is also penetrated uh, and that thereby tumors who who can be found in the submucosal layer but not in the mucosal layer can also be uh, detected uh, using this biopsy strategy. So in your opinion, what are the main limitations to your study and what other endoscopic sampling methods could be considered in this context for esophageal cancers? I think that the main issue is that we don't know which accuracy of detecting residual disease is necessary in order to safely perform an active surveillance strategy. Ideally, Any residual disease should be detected uh, during a clinical response evaluation in order not to miss any residual tumors. However, on the other hand, if you can detect, if you miss some residual disease during response evaluations and patients undergo active surveillance, if you detect the uh, disease which is maybe growing during active active surveillance in a stage that is resectable, then you can perform a delayed esophageal resection without any oncological loss of safety. But the only reason, the only the way to, to test this is to perform a, a, a trial in which patients are randomized between active surveillance or standard surgery. So, of course, that's one of the most important issues of such a diagnostic trial. And for the start of the trial, we have stated that we should detect at least 10% of all 
residual tumors which uh, contain more than 10% vital tumor cells. But this is hypothetical, and uh, only the, the currently ongoing SANO trial will reveal whether this is uh, sufficiently accurate. Looking to the future, what steps are needed to consider an active surveillance approach for patients with esophageal cancer after neoadjuvant chemoradiotherapy as a potential option for clinical practice? I think the, the next step is to test whether the results of the PRESANO trial using response evaluations with endoscopy, uh, ultrasound and PET-CT is oncologically safe. So whether uh, an active surveillance strategy using these diagnostics leads to comparable long-term survival as with standard surgery. So that's that's the first step, and that's what what's currently tested uh, in the Sano trial. If it's oncologically safe, so if it's if if long-term uh, results are non-inferior to those of uh, of standard surgery, I think such an active surveillance strategy can be implemented quite easily. Of course, you need very dedicated gastroenterologists who are trained with uh, endoscopy and and bite-on-bite biopsies in an irradiated esophageal wall. And and, and you need the right diagnostic modalities. So uh, high-quality PET-CT scans. Well, yeah, I think that's that's the most important thing. But it all depends on oncological safety. So there's still a few more steps to go to consider this approach for esophageal cancer. Thank you very much, Dr. Nordman, for taking the time to speak to The Lancet Oncology. Thanks a lot. Please do go have a look at the paper in the July issue of The Lancet Oncology. Thank you all for listening.